0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network,
1: your team every day. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Lightning, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. And as always, today's spon- episode is sponsored by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. So go to builtbar.com and use promo code Locked On, and you'll get ten dollars off your first purchase. My favorite flavor is actually the banana nut bread. I've tasted a lot of them; they're really good. Uh, I'm, I'm yeah, someone who's very active, and you know who who finds it hard between workouts and before workouts to find, you know, some, some, something to eat that's not too filling, but still tastes great. This is definitely the thing for you. So yeah, go, go to bill bar. You'll get $10 off your first purchase by promo code locked on. All right. So let's kind of continue. So we're going to today on today's episode, we're going to continue some of the conversation we had uh, on yesterday's episode for about the, NHL expanding the playoffs, uh, to kind of compensate for, I guess, not continuing the season. Um, I spoke about mistakenly, uh, in the first part of the, the episode about different scenario brackets that I've been finding online. And I didn't realize at first, but we'll, we'll discuss it a little bit since I, I spoke about it. Um, I spoke about, you know, some of the brackets that I've been finding online And this one uh, that I saw uh, that I spoke about was it was 28 teams. And that that was a little weird one. I mean, in this scenario with 28 teams in the playoffs, they would, you know, the lightning would get a first round by. But the issue with that is, that, like I have said, with, you know, when the first when the conversation was first brought to light out there about having this kind of playoff is that. To me, especially, I don't know about you guys and gals, but to me, especially, I feel like that this is, it it takes away kind of the specialness that is the Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, you know, a lot part of the reason why you know Stanley Cup playoffs is so special, other than the fact that in hockey, especially, you really see it where you know the teams that you would that maybe just snuck into the playoff picture last minute, maybe the second to last game of the season, or whatever the case may be they sometimes make a run for it you know you've seen it with the kings in years past and you know there's other teams as well uh but the the thing with this 2018 method is that you know if you if you really want to look at some of these teams uh you have the teams that i spoke about and i'm sure if you want to go on the past episode um go back listen to them you know all these episodes always tie together uh so yeah like some of the teams that i saw in this scenario uh, I didn't feel they deserved to make the playoffs and that's nothing you know that's nothing to trash those franchises I think they're very good franchises and I but it's one of those things where if it's your year it's your year to make the playoffs so I think the whole and I'll talk about the teams that would be in on this 2018 team uh this 2018 scenario but the thing is is that um you know, they, they need to find the NHL, whether they do twenty-four teams, which is seems like they're gonna do the whole they're gonna go down that route uh, if when they do restart, which we'll get into in a little bit, but I wanna I wanna just finish this one right here, is that the NHL needs to find the sweet spot between compensating fans and franchises. Because let's let's be realistic. If the NHL just goes back to the usual playoff format, and that is having X amount of teams in and before the season ended, there was a lot of teams. I would say maybe not like a lot, but I would say maybe a handful on each side that were maybe a point, point and a half away from each other in the standings, uh, fighting into those last wild card spots. And you know, it was one of those things where I think if they would have played out the season, uh, and I'm sure a lot of fans feel this way, is that you could see the the wild card spots how, as they are right now, maybe. Totally different by the end of the season. So I think that they do, especially if you're a fan of those franchises, like let's put it this way let's say the Lightning were maybe a point out of the last wild card spot. Now, if they were in the middle of a five game streak and it, you know, their schedule is looking pretty sweet for them, you know, in their favor in terms of, you know, they're not going to have difficult teams really. They're going to have teams that are kind of in the same boat as them, but you know, the Lightning are going to be able to beat these teams. And then the season postpones, right, because of this whole pandemic thing. But then the league comes out and says, "Oh, we're just going to jump right into the playoffs." I guarantee you, I would, I would be as well. You would be pissed because how do you, how do you just sit there and take that and be like, "Well, so that's it. We're not going to get a chance to even fight for a playoff spot." Now we spoke about this maybe I believe a couple of months ago how I thought maybe they should have a kind of like a, I guess like a round robin maybe kind of something how like the like a playing game like how like the NCAA does it uh for March Madness maybe do something like that with maybe the le- the the two teams in each uh, conference that are maybe the closest uh to getting into those wild card spots I don't know I, I'm sure they they but they'll they'll figure out the you know the all that stuff but the thing is they need to figure out something to compensate these franchises in a way to where because look at it this way What's the worst thing that could come out of compensating these these teams and allowing them to play in have a play play in game or maybe be, expand the playoffs and be able to play some number of playoff games? What's the worst thing that can happen? Because you're still going to draw viewers. You're still going to generate the revenue from uh, advertising advertisements. So what, what's the worst thing that could happen? I mean, obviously, you're going to be playing in front of nobody. You know, you're going to be in an empty arena. I still don't know how they're going to figure that out. Uh, I suggested on a couple episodes ago that they just play at the practice facilities because look at it this way, uh, you know, you're not playing in front of fans. Last time I checked, practice facilities don't exactly have bleachers or anything, so you're cutting off the possibility of having fans there. But at the same time, uh, I don't know how large these practice facilities are, and I don't know if they could uh, maybe – do something like that, where they could have an event like that, where they could have two teams playing against each other, and then you have all the the media personnel that are going to be there televising this thing. I don't know. They have to figure something out, definitely, for uh, for when play st- uh, starts up again. But yeah, for this whole 28-team scenario, it's a good idea, but at the same time, you know, you're just letting... Like, I'm just going to list off some of the names, and then we're going to move on to the 24-team scenario. So, The teams that are in this, and I'm going to go on both conference, let's start with the East. Habs, the Montreal Canadiens don't deserve to be in. Buffalo, no. Uh, New Jersey, that's just laughable. Uh, Florida, I mean, they're a decent team, but no, as much as I would like to, you know, because in this scenario, Lightning would play the winner of the Panthers and the Maple Leafs most likely would be the Maple Leafs unless the Panthers somehow pull off some major upset. But I believe that you know, I think Panthers uh, yeah, Panthers, Devils, Sabres, uh, Islanders, and Canadians don't belong in that. And then in the West, uh, is it's from this website called Two in the Box. Seems like it's a pretty decent um, hockey website. Uh, and thanks to whoever put this up, it's actually pretty useful in terms of the whole bracket uh, picture and how that would work out. Um, and then you have on the West, you have... The Jets, the Blackhawks, the Ducks, uh, LA, um, Vancouver. I think Vancouver was in the hunt for a little bit. I don't believe they're in it right now, technically. Uh, and then you have Nashville and Minnesota, and that's just – no, I'm sorry. But, like I spoke on yesterday's episode that I don't know who would be watching that series. I don't know if that's – I don't know. Here's the thing. with these games – Be best of three, how would you do it? Would it be best of five? I think that the smart way would either be best of three and then from there on just play best of seven the rest of the playoffs. So I I don't know. I mean, I think that's the best way to do it because then, you know, the, the main priority the league has right now is to come up with a plan that doesn't really affect next season because the last thing they want to do, I'm sure, is keep pushing the season back and back until, you know,
0: and even decide whether or not I wanted a chest pocket. All while being incredibly affordable, especially given the quality of the product I was getting. New colors, fabrics, and outerwear styles are added regularly too, so it's easy to create your next look. Level up your game with Indochino. Go to Indochino.com and use code NHL to get 10% off any purchase of $399 or more. That's 10% off at INDOCHINO.com with code NHL.
1: It's they're starting to play the regular season in the summer, which, like I've said though, wouldn't be the worst thing for hockey fans. I think hockey, the NHL season during the summer, for the fans at least, would be absolutely incredible. Because especially fans of teams that you know if you're especially in tampa bay you know you know we all know how hot it could get there in the summer or even in california texas especially you know the really really hot states um you know if you had the chance between going to a baseball game or a or a hockey game you're gonna go to a hockey game because look at it this way you it's hot enough to where you could go to to the game in your shorts, but still wear a hockey sweater. And then if you want, you just take it off when you leave the game. So it's one of those things, I mean, where I think hockey, even though I'm a huge baseball fan, I still think that uh, at the end of the day, I think people, if they're into both sports, I think they would choose hockey or baseball. But yeah, I mean, that's, I don't think I, it's a good idea with the 2018 thing, but at the same time, it's, I don't think it's sensible. I don't think it, I, and I think it takes away a lot of like the specialness that you have in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Where moving on to the 24 team approach, I think really beefs up a lot of the playoff matchups. I think that um I do like the idea. I think that in this scenario, they would maybe do a play-in round just because of maybe how everything would be situated, uh, especially with you know some of these games and just schedule-wise. I think it would be a lot easier to you know have play-in games with this just because. I don't know. It's just one of those things where I think just with the amount of teams, it's easier and there's a lot more flexibility for the league to maybe change things around a little bit. So in a 24-team scenario, let's roll down the East Eastern Conference. We'll talk about that, of course. And I spoke a little bit about it in length uh, at the end of the episode la- uh, yesterday. So going down the, the Eastern Conference, you have Columbus playing the Islanders, and the winner of that plays Boston. And then you have Pittsburgh versus Montreal and the winner of that place, Philly. Uh, New York and Toronto facing off against each other and the winner of that place against the Lightning. And then uh, the Panthers and the Hurricanes and the winner of that place, the Caps. Now, I said that most likely the Lightning would play. I mean, I don't know. It's one of those things where... Toronto is a very good team, but at the same time, I mean, New York is such a young, talented team, and all it takes is for a guy like Panarin to get hot. You know, what I mean, we're all familiar with how good Artemi Panarin is. He, he is definitely should. If if not, he should be in the the MVP voting this year. Um, he's not going to win, but I mean, he would probably finish in third in votes. But I think that regardless of who the Lightning play uh, out of those two teams, I think it would be a good matchup for them as long as the lightning do what they're supposed to do. I mean, we, we've spoken about this in length, uh, pretty much all year is that the lightning are the best team in the league. There's no doubt about that, regardless of wins, losses, and points. I mean, on paper, if you look at this team from the first line to the fourth line, I mean, I think that they, they are one of the most complete teams other than Boston in the league. Uh, Boston just seems to have like a whole team of superstars. Um, But so does Tampa. Uh, But the thing I think that really maybe gives Tampa the edge is that they have a better goaltender. Um, And I'm sure a lot of people would maybe dispute that. Uh, You know, Tuukka Rask is a very good goaltender, but at the same time, stats, you can't argue against stats, and Vasilevsky is definitely on the top of the list right now. He's on the top of the mountain in terms of the best goalie in the league. The only edge I think that you would give Boston from this year if you were looking at these two teams other than wins, losses, and points, is that they haven't had to deal with as many injuries as the Lightning have. I mean, we've spoken about it a lot. Is that for as talented as this Lightning team is, they the one their Achilles' heel, unfortunately, is their inability to stay healthy, and that's unfortunately the issue. But I think that this whole, um, this whole, uh, you know postponement of the season due to the Corona pandemic uh, has, is really going to be beneficial to this team going forward, especially if the league does decide to resume play. And I think that's, you know, the idea of course, I mean, I would be very shocked that, you know, if the NHL, if commissioner Gary Bettman comes out one of these days and says we, they, they them and the players association were not able to really agree on anything. And unfortunately they're going to have to cancel the rest of the season. I don't think that's going to happen just because uh, for, you know, you could, regardless of your opinion of the commissioner, I think that, I mean, he, he came out right when this en- when play st- uh, ended. I believe it was March 12th, March 13th, and said that, you know, they have every intention of awarding the Stanley Cup this year. And I really do believe that. And I really do believe that regardless of what, what they plan, it's going to happen. I mean, regardless of how long it takes. They're going to figure out something, and that's just, unfortunately, we all have to stay uh, patient. And I know it's hard, but... So anyway, let's get back to this whole scenario. If the, if they were going to go by the 2014 thing, here's the thing. Um, just looking at these matchups, I think that Columbus is probably going to beat New York. play, And then they're going to play Boston. Boston will probably win that. I mean, the other... Here's the thing. Like, if the Lightning face uh probably New York. I think that in terms of it wouldn't be as maybe an intense of a series as maybe they would get against against maybe Toronto. You know, uh I think the thing about Toronto is that there many ways what I noticed in their last matchup, granted this team was had a lot of injuries, was that they really struggled with Toronto. Um you know they they it seemed like Toronto really outbodied them, and you know, like I said on past episodes, and that you know they were missing some key players in those games, and it was one of those things. Also, I think it was Curtis McIlhenny that was that that was when um they were still trying to figure things out, and unfortunately, Vasilevsky was kind of in a funk at that point, so they gave him the night off. But McIlhenny played pretty well against them, but unfortunately, they couldn't pull off the win. But I think that for If you're looking long-term into the playoffs with this scenario, I think the best thing for the Lightning is to kind of want to play New York just because New York, they do have a lot of experienced players, but on the other hand, they don't. So I think that would work in their favor where this Lightning team has been playing with each other for the most part for the past five years where New York's got a lot of young guys. um, And I would have to say... Probably if, you know, if I had to put money on it, I think that the Rangers would probably start Lundqvist in that for the playoffs for this matchup. I'm not entirely sure. I would imagine, if anything, they would do a maybe goalie by commission kind of scenario. At the same time, I think that, out of respect for Henrik Lundqvist, I think they would probably just start him and go with him because who knows, maybe he could retire after this year or maybe the year after. I think his contract is up after next year, so I think that they... They fully expect, you know, to play him as much as possible to get their money's worth out of him, regardless of, you know, the fact that they have a very good young up and coming goalie in Igor Shosturkin. So, I mean, it's one of those things where we could talk about a possible scattered report of both these teams all day. But I mean, at the same time, like I've said on past episodes, you got to go out there and play the game. I mean, ideally, in this scenario, I would want the Lightning to play New York just because I think experience wise, I think they have the edge. I think, in maybe best of seven, I would imagine, in that matchup in the second round of the playoffs. I think that the Lightning could win that in maybe four or five games against New York. Um, I, I could see them dropping a game or two in New York. But other than that, I think that they, they would be able, to, with, with little difficulty, to beat the Rangers. I think going up against uh, Toronto would definitely be uh, seventh. Go go to a game seven. So that's one of the things where, because look at it this way: if the Lightning, if the Lightning advance, which we fully expect them to do, they have to face uh, most likely the Washington Capitals. Now, uh, regardless of you know how you feel about the Washington Capitals, they they're a very good team. Because thinking about it this way, all right, let's let's talk about the progression of what this team would have to go through to get to the Stanley Cup Finals, because that's what we fully expect them to do is. To not only get there, but win, and they're very capable of doing that. So they let's say they they play Toronto or New York; it really doesn't matter. They beat them in let's say five games. I think that's a good good number. And then they play Washington. That that would probably most likely go to six or seven. Uh, and then they beat Washington. So then they would probably play the winner of. Barring upsets, I mean, then again, we always have upsets in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Barring an upset, they would probably face the winner of Boston and Philly, most likely Boston. Then again, uh, if you were paying attention before the season ended, Philly was one of the hottest teams in hockey. And it almost looked like that they were going to take the division away from Washington. Uh, So, yeah, it's one of those things where you never know what's going to happen. Who knows? Maybe Pittsburgh might get hot and pull up an upset against uh, Philly and be playing Boston. Who knows? Maybe uh, one of those things where Sidney Crosby start go, starts playing out of his mind. and You know, it's you never going to know. Or maybe even Columbus. Maybe Columbus will pull off an upset against Boston, which in actuality would make the Lightning's lives a lot easier uh, if they could get by Washington. I think that Washington really in this scenario is – the the key the key series to look forward to. Now you never want to look forward to the next series before you've taken care of the first one, because we all know how that happened. What how that turned out last year? You know they were looking forward to the next round of the playoffs, and then they forgot they were playing Columbus and they got swept. So here's the thing: like they got to they got to play one of these teams, whether it's the Rangers or Toronto. And unfortunately, you know I think that regardless of who they play, if they don't do what they need to do that we're going to have the same scenarios last year. And then maybe coach Cooper could possibly looking, possibly be looking at losing his job because collapsing two years in a row like that, especially after the way you, they played regardless of the adversity that this team faced during the season. I mean, as a, g- a general manager, if you're looking from the front office perspective, I don't know how you could let your head coach, uh, keep his job at that point. So, you know, I think that, Really, you know, I hate to go to the extreme because I think John Cooper is a very good coach. And I think he's done a lot for this team and really developed a lot of the young players very well that he's really coaching for his job in this. Um, you know, so I think that I'm sure Cooper Cooper is sitting at home waiting, probably, you know, keeping throwing out lines to see what he could figure out about how he could best prepare his team once they get back, because who knows how they're going to do the whole playoff scenario and what the schedule is going to be like, but it's not just going to be him. You know, it's every coach in the NHL. You have 23 other coaches, but I think that the way that the lightning could benefit from this is that at least they play ideally one less game than some of these teams might go on a deeper run who might go on a deep run, for example, a, maybe who knows, maybe a Columbus will make a run or even like the Islanders or the Penguins or a team like that, or Florida or Carolina. So whomever, you know, we'll see. Here's the thing. We could only speculate. I mean, we're, this is, you know, that's the only thing we could do right now. I think that though this would be the best scenarios, at least the lightning would get more time to not only scout the teams, both teams that they would be possibly be playing against, but they would also, get more time to get that chemistry down and get maybe those last couple of days of conditioning, um, which could go a long way, especially in a deep playoff run. So yeah, I mean, we'll continue to talk about this. Well, but until uh, things are set in stone, this is all we could do is speculate. So I want to kind of end the show with, with this idea towards you guys. Now there's a lot of hype right now around the Michael Jordan nine part documentary, title the last dance. Uh, I've been watching it. It's absolutely incredible. It's really special to me just because I never got to see Jordan really play in his prime. I only got to see him when he came back and play with the wizards uh, on TV. I never really got to see him play with the bulls. I've only seen highlights. So having that, you know, that, that behind the scenes access that this documentary has, uh, is very special. Um, I'm sure not only to me, but to a lot of people who didn't get a chance to see them and who, who are huge, you know, sports fans and enthusiasts. Uh, and but here's the question I'm going to throw towards you guys. It doesn't have to be related to the lightning. Um, if we if the NHL or whomever, we're going to do a, a documentary like that. So let's let's because I feel like there's not a lot of content out there. I said that, you know, um, in the beginning of quarantine, there's really not that many uh, hockey movies. Yeah, you have Miracle, you have um, Slapshot, you have, you know, the Money Ducks movies. I mean, there's a good number of them, but there's really not that that big hockey movie that really stands out. That even people who don't really watch hockey go out of their way to watch. You know, there's also Goon that was also very popular. But so here's the thing. Here's the, the scenario I'm going to throw you guys is you have a time machine. And you could go back to any season in the NHL and bring a documentary crew with you to, to follow this team or this player behind the scenes with you. Who, who would it be to chronicle it? Because if you've been watching The Last Dance, I'm not going to go into do too much detail because I'm sure there's people that haven't been able to watch it yet. But they follow Jordan mainly through his last year. I believe it's the 97-98 season. That was his last year with the Bulls that he ever played. And they keep going, bouncing back and forth uh, between you know all the other seasons he played, discussing how those seasons tied in with this one, the effect that they had on him going into that last season. And so, if you had to go back in time, or you wanted to to have one season in NHL history, it doesn't have to be a Lightning season because I'm sure as Lightning fans, we'd all like to see the 2004 team. Uh, have a like you know footage Behind the scenes footage of that uh, But what season would it be For you guys uh, I think For me it would be if you had to Follow around one player it would probably be Wayne Gretzky's 1985 86 season just because that was The year he tallied the 215 points um, If you, if I had to follow around a team I would have to say maybe those Those either any one of those Those Red Wings teams probably the one that uh, ended up setting the record for the most wins in NHL history in a season. That the Lightning, of course, last season tied with them. Um, I mean, I'm curious as to see maybe maybe even the as early as those peng, the Penguin teams, um, the one that repeated a couple of years ago. Just be if they could start maybe from the the preseason from the first championship and then start at the end of that. See how maybe the how how the players changed uh, from the first day of training camp from the first year to maybe the last year uh, after they won their second in a row. Uh, I'm curious. I mean, we could go all day about discussing, you know, which teams would, you know, maybe warrant some kind of last chance, last dance style uh, documentary on them. It would, be, it would be very interesting. I'm sure a lot of people have a lot of different Opinions on the matter. I think if you had to do like a last dance style documentary on a lightning player, I would like to see, you know, obviously a lot of people are going to pick Steven Stamkos or maybe Vanilla Cavier or even uh, Mario St. Louis. But I think that the more interesting one would probably be during the 2003-2004 season, the year that they won the cup. uh, I'm picking Dave Andrichuk, just because, you know, it's his first for maybe just if you were to do it just for the playoffs um, on the road to the playoffs, because you just, you know, it's his first appearance ever. At that point, he he's he played the most games in NHL history without making an appearance in the Stanley Cup finals. And then you kind of just see the behind the scenes after each game uh, with the with the flames and the Stanley Cup finals, see how he's preparing himself before the game and then how he's doing. Afterwards, you know off off the ice It would be very interesting how maybe you see how his mindset maybe changes and you know all that stuff So that would be very interesting. I think that would be probably one that not a lot of people would uh, maybe Consider when they would discuss something like this, but yeah, so I'll be back next week. Uh, That's it for today's episode. I hope all of you are having a great weekend tomorrow's Mother's day better pick up those flowers if you can if you can't just give her a big hug and a card and a kiss And, uh, you know, try to make the most of the big day tomorrow with everything that's going on. And remember, if you're out in public, wear a mask and to stay a hockey sticks length away from everybody else. So that's it for today's episode of Lockdown Lightning, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. I'm your host, Adam Danker. I'll talk to you all next week.